0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Listeners Beware, a podcast about all things Goosebumps. My name is Gary.
1: And I'm Ashley.
0: And today we are talking about book number
1: nine. Welcome to Camp Nightmare.
0: It's winter, so let's talk about summer. Uh,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Why not? You know? Which helps keep us, although with this summer, I would like to avoid that summer experience. But (laughs) speaking of, would you like to give us the book synopsis, Gary? Because you do it so well.
0: I would love to. Those scary stories about camp are all coming true. The food isn't great. The counselors are a little strange. And the camp director, Uncle Al, seems sort of demented. Okay, so Billy can handle all that. But then his fellow campers start to disappear. What's going on? Why won't his parents answer his letters? What's lurking out there after dark? Camp Nightmoon is turning into Camp Nightmare. For real. And Billy might be next. (laughs) And Billy might be next to what?
1: (laughs) I don't know. Like, there's just this book. I would like to preface with I never went to summer camp as a kid. Uh, So... As a kid, when I read this, I really didn't care to go to summer camp. I was like, if this is camp, I'm okay. Even scary stuff aside, just the idea of like having a camp counselor and having to share a cabin with three people and pack your stuff in a bag and snakes Mm -hmm. and just like almost dying in a river (laughs) rafting trip. Like, nah, you know, I'm good. I was a fat kid and there's a reason why. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, I did go to summer camp, and uh, ah. I hated it. It was terrible. Um, it was. A, it See, was I a, was
1: justified. That you were
0: totally justified. The best part was there was a llama, but he spit on me, so it also kind of sucked. Um,
1: I've heard llamas spit, so yeah, it's true. You kind of knew it was coming. I
0: kind of did, but still.
1: <laughs> but still, <laughs> nobody wants to be spat on by a llama.
0: I wasn't doing anything to deserve being spat upon, but you know, whatever. What was
1: the llama's name? No idea. <laughs> oh, for some reason, I just thought Larry, and I have no idea. I feel like the llama's name was Larry. Larry the llama.
0: <laughs> it's so weird you say that because I almost jokingly said Larry for whatever reason. Um, so that
1: name just popped into yeah. my head. I was like, the llama's name was Larry. Wait a minute. I don't think he actually said the llama's name. <laughs> Larry the llama.
0: Larry the llama. Right. He's kind of a dick. Um, he's
1: good, kind of, just a little bit. He belongs in the mirror world.
0: Take a shot. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it it was a uh, it was a church camp, so it was even, even worse more. based on that, um, or or better depending on how you want to.
1: Well, I was decide, trying to be nice. Don't. <laughs> So <laughs> my sister actually went to our church uh, before I became a heathen and left the church. Right. I did belong to one listeners, wow. and uh, my sister went every summer and she loved it. But she was also kind of like a athletic, popular kid. She even got baptized at church camp in like a river.
0: I did have. Uh, I did too. But what's funny is I had already been baptized, but like I felt bad saying no. <laughs>
1: Can so I've been baptized. A, Girl, I don't know. As a child?
0: I don't know. I either got rebaptized or canceled the first one out. I'm not sure how it happened.
1: I kind of feel like it's like the driver's license and such. So it's like when you're old enough to vote and do bad things, like, yeah, you know, if you're going that route, you might want to get, you know, some water thrown at you again. <laughs> but Or maybe wait after because we do a lot of really bad things in our 20s. I don't know. Or maybe you just keep doing it periodically, updating it. Kind of like getting your teeth cleaned. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yes, I know I ate all that candy and drank those Slurpees. Mm, Ah, Okay. Those are my my sins. Wash away my dirty (laughs) teeth. (laughs) That's it. Yes.
0: Yeah, so yeah, I got I got baptized. But I was the youngest kid there, and I shared a cabin with like six other dudes who were at least three to five years older than me, and they all bullied the shit out of me. So it was it was horrible. Aww. I hated it.
1: See, I would have been that kid that yeah. got bullied a kid. <laughs> yeah. At church camp, the irony there.
0: Right, right. That's why I, that's why I stopped going to church. Well,
1: it's like, could you dunk those little assholes in the river because they're still being really awful?
0: And just hold them under, just hold them under for a while. <laughs>
1: I'd be just running to each one of them, pointing out them. Judas number one, Judas number two, Judas number three.
0: (laughs) It was weird that they were all named Judas, but I should have known what I was getting into. You should have
1: known. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Yes.
0: So less fun. Let's talk about the book.
1: (laughs) We digress. But those are the, you know, camp experiences we can speak to (laughs) now camp night moon. For me, I already love the name of the camp because moon and, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I love the moon. So I was like, yay, happy times. The camp is named after the moon. That's about where happy times ended. (laughs) (laughs) Now, my first thing in the synopsis, it says, why won't his parents answer his letters? And is he he expecting? I don't want to give away the twist early on, but like wherever he's from, is he expecting the mail gets to them? like within a few hours and then back because my assumption when reading this was that this was only taking place over the course of maybe a week.
0: Yeah, it was, it was not <laughs> long.
1: <laughs> it's like, how, how many letters are you expecting to get back? Right. It was less than a week at Kim? <laughs> this is, this is a little demanding. This kid's high maintenance. I, you know, feel sorry for his future significant others.
0: Billy is a handful. And, I wasn't there something stated about the fact. <laughs> wasn't there something stated about the fact that they had to write home like every day or mm-hmm. something like that? So it almost seems is like, one
1: of the camp rules.
0: Yeah, that's right. So it almost seems like they were like getting responses out quickly, but I don't know.
1: I mean, sending letters every day isn't the same as receiving letters every day.
0: True. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um,
1: it, I think he just had the comprehension of a 12 year old of like, well, if I send them every day, I'm going to receive them every day. And it's like, I don't think it works that way, my friend, but I don't know again, how mail works in his side of the
0: world universe,
1: universe. There we go. <laughs> uh, so maybe it is a lot faster. Yeah. Uh, you know, we are introduced to his parents getting him prepped for camp They try to give you a little bit of foreshadowing with mom saying, do your best. And he's just like, what? That's a weird thing to say to a kid before you go to camp. (laughs) For me, I mean, I guess it would depend if I knew what kind of camp I was sending my kid to. All twists aside, like if you're sending your kid to some kind of adventure camp where they're going to be doing a lot of quests or something, then, yeah, I might say do your best, try your best. Yeah. He was already paranoid. He was, but maybe that paranoia and power of observation might serve him well in his future quests.
0: It might. We might find out towards the end of the book that it was all for something. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So we're we're. It takes two buses to get to this camp, apparently, because they're mm-hmm. dropped off, and uh, and then another bus picks them up. And uh, I believe it's in between. Um, uh, a creature tries to attack them.
1: Like a hundred, hundreds of that creature, <laughs> they are surrounded on a blacktop by these things. And the way that they're describing them, I mean, hindsight—you get to the end of the book and you're like, okay, that makes sense. But at the beginning, I'm like, what kind of creature is that? Like, mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. Yeah. But okay, we'll roll with it because they don't – like they're scared they're going to be attacked, but they don't seem to be too terrified like, whoa, that's a monster. That's something I've never heard of. It's like, oh, this might be that kind of creature. It's like, what? Right. (laughs) Uh, Okay, sure. This is fictional. So, yep, that's a thing. Yeah. But the fact that these hundreds of these things swarm them, they're bearing their teeth at them, they're clearly going to eat them. Mm Mm-hmm. And he, you know, this numbskull falls and like gives himself a concussion. (laughs) (laughs) So for me, it's like you just made yourself pounce food. Right. Like if Uncle Al had not arrived in time, he would have been eaten for sure. Like he fell off the blacktop, bonks his head, he's laying flat out on his back. And it's like, really, Billy? Your mom (laughs) said do your best, not do your best to be eaten first.
0: Yep. (laughs) Really Billy. I like that.
1: (laughs) Really Billy. (laughs) I feel like this entire book is really Billy. (laughs) it's true. Let's just put that out there. Yeah.
0: That needs to be a (laughs) t-shirt. Really Billy. Yeah.
1: Hashtag really Billy.
0: Hashtag really Billy. I wonder if that hashtag currently exists. Um,
1: we're about to
0: make it one. We're, we're gonna, it's going to happen. <laughs> or it's uh, going to be
1: hashtag silly Billy.
0: Si- oh. <laughs> silly um, Billy. So Uncle Al shows up and he's got this weird ass gun. Uh, mm-hmm. a, a, I think a rifle it's described as. And, y- you know, it, it, it feels not of this earth a little bit, uh, the way that this stuff's being set up. But then I'm like, you know what, RL, he, he ventures off into left field. Why
1: not? He does weird things. He Let's does. roll with it. This yeah. is Stein's world. We're just here to read it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, I mean, I, I I kind of assume.
1: This is Stein's space. Because alliteration. I like it. All right. You were saying, sorry. <laughs> I, get, I get excited with alliteration.
0: I do too. <laughs> um, Yeah. So anyways, the second bus comes and picks them up after they're introduced to Uncle Al and his weird gun. The
1: entendres on that one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep, drops the girls off at the girl cabin And the boys off at the boys cabin And uh, we're introduced to Mike, J, Colin, and Billy
1: Mike, J, Colin, Billy
0: Yes and, In uh,
1: bunk four
0: The boys of bunk four
1: hmm. mm. <laughs> <laughs> And they meet their awful counselor Larry. What a name, too. Like that would that is the perfect name once you get the vibe of the counselor. Like he's a total asshole. Right. And he's mean, he's dismissive, he ignores them. Clear issues where a counselor would be needing to step in. He's just like, "Eh, suck it up." Yep. And it's like perfectly named, Larry. <laughs> and if any of our listeners are named Larry, I apologize for the stereotyping, but you know I'm right. <laughs>
0: We're not talking. <laughs> we're talking about the other Larrys, not you. But you, and also maybe you,
1: and <laughs> also maybe you. Uh. <laughs> Here we are. So we're in bunk four. We meet the four guys, the four kids that are staying in there, and Larry. You know, we've already got stereotypes afoot. Mike's kind of this dopey, out of his realm, out of his comfort zone, loves to eat junk food. Kid Jay is kind of the cool prankster collins his second little second in command and billy well he's our really billy <laughs>
0: <laughs> in this story i am a jay um
1: ah uh-huh, okay i'd be a mike where are my <laughs> twinkies
0: oh well that's what, i'm sorry i meant to say mike <laughs> Jay's the cool guy, right? I would never be Jay. Yeah,
1: he's the cool prince. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not. I mean, isn't he the one that's wearing sunglasses or is that
0: cool? I think so, yeah.
1: One of them is always wearing sunglasses, even inside. And he makes it a point to say that. Right. And I'm like, you know, R.L. was like a man above, uh, you know, ahead of his time. Because even now we struggle with people that still think they're cool and wear sunglasses inside. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes.
1: Which this book was written in what? 1993. So. so, Oh my gosh. It's like 20 years ago. Yeah. He was a man ahead of his time. He was. by decades.
0: By decades. It was him and Corey Hart. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just talking about sunglasses. Um, All inside. <laughs> um, but yes, I would be a Mike because I was the chubby kid who loved junk food and, you know, just a sweetheart.
1: <laughs> Likewise.
0: <laughs> um, so, what do they find in their bed?
1: They find what nobody likes to find in their bed snakes. snakes. And not just one snake, but two snakes.
0: A whole gang of snakes.
1: A whole gang of them. So, we have a couple of snakes, literally, <laughs> in, in the bed. And Mike freaks out. And of course, you know, Jay's a jerk. Mm-hmm. And Jerk Jay th- <laughs> pushes him at the bed. To face his fears because he's like, they're not real. And then what happens? Mike gets bitten by the snake. <laughs> and I love how automatically Jay's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean to push him. And it's like, dude, you literally grabbed him and pushed him. Right, how right. does one not mean to <laughs> at the same time that you actively went, yunk. Yeah. It takes <laughs> You yeeted force. him at the snakes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there was definitely yeeting afoot. foot.
1: Yeeting of the mic at the snakes. (laughs) So poor Mike got yeeted by jerk Jay (laughs) at snakes and (laughs) Mike gets bitten Mm -hmm. off. He runs freaking out to go to the nurse or assuming there's a nurse. uh, He runs out, Ah! (laughs) but there's still the problem of these snakes in the bed. So what happens, Gary?
0: The boys get real clever. They uh, take (laughs) them. They take the sheets off the bed, tie the snakes up in the sheets, and throw them outside.
1: Which... Now, the problems with that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that silly Billy there thought that that was a good idea to get them out. Which, yeah, I mean, that's a great idea. Wrap them up, get them contained. To me, it's like probably put them in a container mm. to get rid of them later. Yeah. But no, they're like, let's throw it out the window Who knows? We're in a camp full of kids and counselors. Nobody's going to be outside (laughs) because who's outside at camp? But off they go. They throw the snakes out. And is it out the window or in the book? Do they take it outside and throw it into the trees? (sighs) I think at the TV episode, they throw it out the window. But I think in the the book, they might have gone outside and thrown it at the trees.
0: Yeah, I believe so. They should have just like Jason X just beat it against the tree until... (laughs)
1: That would have been a great idea, (laughs) right? Like something, something to get these clearly aggressive snakes away because like they can't slither right back, right? Like, ew, we threw it out a few feet away into the trees. They won't come back.
0: Clearly they love it in this cabin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So there's that.
0: Yeah. Well, the snakes were here first, I guess, so.
1: Yeah, it's their land. (laughs)
0: Uh, but doesn't he say that the that like uh mike fills the fangs go into his hands um which would imply that these snakes are venomous which would imply that he should have died um
1: i guess some snakes venom isn't as deadly as others yeah. so you could get a snake bite and potentially not die
0: yeah i, mean, uh, I have been bitten by a, a non-venomous snake and they don't have fangs but it still hurts like a
1: I mean, there are also like revisit the were creatures, like were possums that they encountered (laughs) earlier. I honestly envisioned like little were meerkats, but I know it was cute. In my (laughs) head, they were little were meerkats. So imagine those things. So for me, it was like, okay, now we have snakes that are venomous, but not deadly. Right. Or... Given what we know about the end of the book, maybe they were deadly and Mike got his little care, but they wanted to see how Billy would handle the situation.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. Or maybe they were stunt snakes all along.
1: I don't know, though, because later when they're at the campfire, he like Mike is talking about how he's numbed down his side and they describe the wrap around his entire arm, but that it's swelling. Mm -hmm. Now, maybe he just tied it too tight and it's swelling or maybe, you know, he's just a hell of an actor. I don't know, but I'm going to give it benefit of the doubt our boy Mike actually got bitten by venomous steaks and they treated him, but he still had a little bit of a reaction cause they had to sell it. Right. For yeah. Billy.
0: Wow. Man, that's commitment to the craft. Right
1: I mean, they're doing this whole flipping thing <laughs> for the craft. So <laughs> I don't know. What... I would, it's all part. It really, honestly, I, I wonder after reading this entire book, if this is what inspired a little bit of cabin in the woods.
0: Ooh. Yeah. It very well could be.
1: <laughs> like this whole thing out in the woods that just it's all the a pretense for serving something else, obviously, cabin in the woods is a lot darker <laughs> and more horror and you know this is a good thing right cabin in the woods is not <laughs> <laughs> so so. I digress. And what do we have? But we have lore to keep Billy from exploring too far, right? Yes. By the creature named Saber, Saber. who comes out at night. Yes. And I really think that was just to keep uh, the boys and Billy from exploring too much and potentially finding like their headquarters and stuff like that, where they're actually setting everything up. They're like, we got to keep them contained. Right. And the only way to contain them is to tell them there's this creature in the woods. Kind of okay. like The Village. Remember yep. that movie?
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: I'm night I may. never know how to say his name. <laughs> but kind of like that. They make up the creature in the woods and have someone dra- dressed up mm-hmm. to keep them from venturing too far out from the area that they had contrived.
0: Yes. So, so I guess maybe we should just outright say what the spoiler is, right? We're, like, hinting, at we're hinting at it. We're hinting at it.
1: If you haven't read this book by now, 20 years in, then poo on you. Poo. Just kidding.
0: Uh, or maybe not
1: poo. Pew, pew. Pew, pew. Poo, poo. 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 <laughs> not pew, <laughs> pew. Uh, yeah, one is let murder. Me brief, <laughs> let me, <laughs> let me re- rephrase that. If you haven't read this book by now, well, shame on you. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's better. Shame, shame, shame. <laughs> um... So, you know, go ahead, Gary, Larry. Yeah.
0: Don't call me that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You can call me most anything, but don't.
1: Gentle giant Gary? That's fine. (laughs) All right. Goosebumps Gary.
0: Triple G, baby.
1: G to the third. Ooh, I love it. Whoa. All right.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So uh, it's sort of at, at the end of this book, we find out that this is a testing ground to see if uh, our boy Billy is ready to go on a trip with his parents. We'll save the other spoiler for later. But um, yeah, so this is kind of like a Truman Show type setup where they built this elaborate display. Also, spoilers for Truman Show, if you haven't seen it, where they built sort of this <laughs> elaborate display and they're um, testing and monitoring uh, people within it. And uh, yeah, it's crazy.
1: Run by I, what I am assuming is some kind of private government science facility. Yes. And the parents are scientists, and they want to take Billy on an adventure with them, but they need to make sure he can handle it.
0: He's a junior scientist.
1: He's a junior scientist. And so <laughs> they go, put him through all these trials without him knowing, and every person that is in it is a part of it. So Uncle Al, Larry, the kids – Saber, everything, everything's part of it.
0: (laughs) Yes, they Uh, even
1: hinted a little bit of romance. Is it with Dana? Is that who it was from the girls' camp? Dawn, Dawn, and uh, Dory. So Dawn, like they hinted a little, like, "Ooh, mm -hmm. hey there," and that that you know that comes into play later because I feel like that little affection that he has towards Dawn is what helps him kind of want to. Motivates him to want to help the girls And stand up for them Later so Absolutely I feel like had he not liked Don he would have been like yeah let's hunt him <laughs>
0: <laughs> Just a typical boy
1: <laughs> you Just shake your head <laughs> <laughs> Typical boy
0: Sometimes I say what I say and then I hear it back And I'm like that wasn't good
1: <laughs> That's me all the time <laughs>
0: Uh, Yeah, but that's got to suck a little bit, right? Like he's he's filling vibes with Dawn and then at the end he finds out she's an actor?
1: Yeah, because uh, then he's like, was it real? Like was yeah. that vibe real? Or was she supposed to vibe with <laughs> me? And she's not really actually. Although given where he's going, it probably doesn't matter. True that. True to that. be honest. And yeah. he's 12. Are you <laughs> still with your 12-year-old's crush? Yes. Yes, he is, folks. <laughs>
0: Way to out me like that.
1: (laughs) You're welcome. All love. And they call it puppy love. (laughs) So. I mean, realistically, I feel like there was never going to be a full summer timeline anyway. No. Everything popped off so quickly. Like suddenly it's tent night. So you're all going to sleep outside. And Jay takes Colin and uh, what was the other kid's name? Raphael, Roger, 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 (laughs) Dago, Jay and Roger go. Oh, that's right. Cause Colin was hurt. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Because Larry, Larry threw a baseball at his head. And so. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so Colin's hurt, Colin has a concussion And they stay in the tent While Jay and Roger sneak off To go to the forbidden bunk do, 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 do. Which is also one of the rules Like there's only a few rules at camp be don't go to the forbidden bunk Write your parents every day And what was the other one? Don't I feel like there was a talk one. to the girls Always obey rules or whatever Yeah Um, But either way he doesn't go to be honest, in the book and in the TV episode, I feel like they didn't really apply that much peer pressure. "Which Do you want to go? Are you sure? Come on, let's go. Okay, bye. Whereas <laughs> I feel like at that age at 12, at least from what I remember, they were a little bit more aggressive with peer pressure.
0: Yeah. And, and clearly RL likes to write about peer pressure. So it's kind of strange that this one's so soft on it.
1: Maybe they were wanting to see... What Billy would do if one of the scouts disappeared because he wasn't there? Like, what if he what if he had gone? What would have happened? You failed. Trials are over. Sorry, guys. He didn't pass. Like, what if he did fail? One or, you know, would they have just called it? Like, oh, sorry, parents. Your kid screwed up. It's yeah. not happening.
0: I, I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> like, he and Don snuck into the forbidden bunk and were making out. Like, I don't know what to tell you. He can't go. Right. But what a way to not go
0: (laughs) (laughs) What a way to not go You don't hear that one too often
1: (laughs) You're welcome So yeah
0: Yeah I don't know I have to assume that they would have just killed him
1: (laughs) Yeah, As one does Yeah right
0: (laughs) Sorry, kid, we can't take you with us. Time to die.
1: Yeah, I do feel like all the kids disappearing was pretty aggressive, even for their trials. Like, if that were me, and, you know, Mike disappeared, and they're acting like they'd never heard of him, and Roger is supposedly torn apart piece by piece by the creature's saber, and Uncle Al's like, we've never had a, you know, what would you even call that a camper by the name of Roger? And it's like, what? And Larry's like, I don't know who you're talking about. He's like, dude, you literally talked to Roger yesterday. And actually I feel like that was a little bit of a plot hole maybe because Larry slips and asks the other counselor, Hey, wasn't that your camper? And then when uncle owl and Larry come back later, Larry's like, well, I talked to uncle owl. We don't have a trace of any camper by that name. It's like, wait a minute but you already acknowledged <laughs> that was someone's camper and who they were assigned to. So I, I don't know if that was like a whoopsie or intentional pay attention. Things aren't adding up. Silly Billy.
0: Yeah. Huh. It's very possible.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I read those things. I'm weird like that. It, my my mind keeps the continuity. So then later when there's something that doesn't feel continuous, I'm like, aha, plot hole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dick. I belong in the mirror world. Take a shot. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> I'm an asshole. So. <laughs> well played. <laughs> oh, thank you. I do like that they play into the name of the book because we don't tend to always get that right. Yeah. Um. For example, welcome to Dead House. I mean, no one ever calls it that in the actual book that right. I'm aware of, but in this one, you know, you do have the girls visiting him and saying that Camp Night Moon is being called Camp Nightmare instead, and it's like, oh, cute title of the book, <laughs> DORB's. So um, that was that was a fun little call to the title. I agree. And he does find that all the letters they'd been writing are, you know, thrown on the floor inside of the office. Which, again, it makes you wonder, is the kid being careless or is that something they intentionally want him to find to see how vigilant are you?
0: Yeah. Yeah, he keeps dropping these little breadcrumbs that keep me like, ooh, but what does this mean? But
1: what does this mean? Was was that an accident or was it intentional? They're testing him. I feel like it's a test, but... Mm.
0: I think so too. For, for them to have all these other pieces fall into place, it feels like anything that they left behind was a breadcrumb for sure.
1: Well, that's like when Jay drops the grape juice on his pants. So he's go back and change and discovers Mike's drawers empty. He would have never gone through that if that situation hadn't been set up, right? Mm-hmm. So I do think that Little things were being occurred where they're testing him to see are you paying attention or are you a dummy? Because right. if you're a dumb dumb, this isn't going to work out. Nope. Even the payphone, right. like <laughs> being made out of plastic, and Uncle L laughs, huh? <laughs> That's just a joke. Yeah. Um, like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so where's the real phone, Uncle L? <laughs> yep. There is no phone. But how will I get my text messages? (laughs) Just kidding.
0: (laughs) We need to create a list of the Goosebumps books that could be solved with cell phones.
1: (laughs) I feel like all of these could be.
0: Yeah, it's probably true.
1: (laughs) I feel like I'm trying to trace back the books we've read so far, and it's just like... Future ones, I can think how cell phones would fix nothing, but the yeah. current ones that we've read, like <clears> probably <throat> most of these could have been <laughs> handled if someone had told an adult or had a cell phone. The yep. dummies one, I mean, they did tell the adults, and maybe the adults didn't believe them. Same with Monster, the um, girl who cried Monster, but yep. somehow the cell phone could have come into play. Well, it wouldn't have made the sound when she took the picture.
0: Well, that, that's one thing, and also video phone. You
1: know? Ah, yes. <laughs> so those those all very solid things. Yes. Although would his image have appeared on the video phone? Mm. Because it didn't in the film.
0: That's a good question.
1: Ooh. Interesting. <laughs> See, we're we're digressing again. Yeah, we are. I don't mind though, because now I'm wondering how many of these would actually appear on a phone if they didn't appear on regular camera. Right. Hmm. <gasps> What happens if you take a picture of the picture in Seichi's or die? And Ooh. I say and die.
0: Good question.
1: Does um, it create like a double is it like the ring where they make a copy of the video and show it to others? So now it's just like spreading everywhere because the curse carries. Would that be the same with that one? Like while well, we take a picture of the picture, so <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe that's what happens I, in the sequel.
1: I'm like serious squirrel today. Okay, so hello, listeners. (laughs) My name is Ashley, your friendly neighborhood squirrel. I apparently have attention issues today. Mm -hmm. Focus is not my friend. So the next day, Silly Billy... Learns about a hike he's supposed to go on with Colin and Jay, but discovers he's actually not invited to the hike, and Colin and Jay never return, along with the counselor. And of course, you know, Billy does what any sane child would do, or is any sane human, eh, any sane individual (laughs) would do. And He's like, where's Colin and Jay? And there's two new kids moving and saying, I don't know who that is. So his two bunk mates are now gone. So he's the only original at this point. And two new guys are in there. And they're just like, I don't know who that is. We're new, dude. Yeah. And Larry's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, we're going to go on a rafting trip with the two new kids. Yeah. And it's like, that's not scary at all. Kids are disappearing left and right. But I'm going to trust you on a notoriously dangerous nature activity of river rafting. Sure, let's do it. Let's die. So (laughs) they go. (laughs) Now, here's what I do like. As much as Larry is kind of a standoffish dipshit. (laughs) Yes. He does acknowledge Jay's, or I'm sorry, he does acknowledge Billy's questions. So he does say, I'll follow up. I'll talk to Al. I'll talk to, even if he's not nice, he does seem to try and, address his concerns a little bit without giving too much away, which to me, that's responsible versus just straight up ignoring him. Right. Even if the answers are weird and you know, they go on that river rafting trip and things go afoot really quickly. Topsy turvy one might say. Yes. (laughs) 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 Two kids disappear down the river. He saves Larry, which I think is actually really cool. Mm hmm. Because Larry's, you know, he had a few options. He could have gone with them because he was scared or he could have jumped out and saved Larry and he chose to save Larry. And that was really awesome of Billy. He was no longer Silly Billy. Mm
0: -mm. He was (laughs) Thrilly Billy. Thrilly
1: Billy? Chilly Billy. I don't know. He He probably was. That water was probably really Really? cold. (laughs) So he and Larry finally make it back after like miles and miles of hikes and it's kind of interesting because at that point uh, the story could have gone in so many different directions and instead larry wakes him up in the middle of the night and says they're gonna go on a hunt <laughs> 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 and uncle al arms them up all of them with tranquilizer rifles and um He's like, yeah, two girls have escaped, which happen to be Dawn and Dory, which are Billy's friends, Mm -hmm. one of which Billy has a little bit of a thing for. And he's like, I'm not going to shoot them. And Uncle Al's like, dude, I'm not asking you to murder them. These are tranquilizer darts. We just need to get them back. Which, again, that's flipping weird. (laughs) Like, two campers escape. It's like, call 911. We need to make sure they're safe. They're safe. And instead, Uncle Al is like, hey, we're going to knock him. We're going to tranquilize him and drag him back to camp. Like, what the hell? Now, Billy, that's his final point. <laughs> that's his his last straw. Yep. And he stands up to Uncle Al. What I love is that he's going to shoot Uncle Al.
0: Trank his ass.
1: He's going to trank him. He's like, I've had enough. I won't do this. And Billy actually does pull the trigger. To tranquilize Uncle Al, which props to Billy. Having an aggressive adult coming at you who's been kind of terrifying the entire time Mm -hmm. and the whole camp is down to go hunt these girls and you're really the only one. And taking that, like pulling the trigger on them, like that is a pretty big balls move. Yeah. Ballsy Billy.
0: Ballsy. There we go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But, you know. Then, Of course, Uncle Owl does what anyone does when they are being shot at and starts laughing. <laughs> 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 you know, it reminds me of Willy Wonka, to be honest. When mm. he, uh, that part reminded me of Willy Wonka when he yells at him about the contract and you failed, and I said, Goodbye. Goodbye, good day, sir. And he's like, off he goes. And they're like, oh. And he gives them the little thing back. And he's like, oh, Happy, you did it. You passed. You won, my boy. (laughs) And it's like, what? Charlie's like, he really is off his rocker. This is what that felt like to me, the Mm -hmm. ending of Willy Wonka, where it's like Uncle Al's been screaming and crazy and weird and delirious the entire time. Billy shoots him or tries to. And Uncle Al's like, you passed, my boy. (laughs) so happy
0: yeah wow and yeah this this is this is where the 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 twist is revealed
1: now which twist might that be
0: oh the first one the one i've already gone into uh but there's a second twist would you like to (gasps) deliver that one
1: no i've been talking my ass off i think it's you
0: it's me okay
1: yeah (laughs) i've been talking too much gary needs some light too
0: (laughs) so Uncle Al's laughing like a maniac. All the campers <laughs> just start cheering him on. Uh, out of the woods walks his parents and all the campers who have gone missing. And so Billy's naturally like, what does this mean? Um, and uh, it turns out that as, uh, as was stated earlier, his parents are scientists and they're going on a mission to a faraway planet. And they look up. <gasps> Which in this,
1: planet might that be?
0: Uh, this weird place called Earth. <gasps> so and
1: they look up so they can see earth from where they're at.
0: Yeah, yeah. So are they on the moon? Good question.
1: I feel like the the way the land is described, it would not be the moon, but Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. My thing is is in RL's world in Stein's space, <laughs> uh we apparently would have to be able to see that planet too, right? Because if they can see us, we should be able to see them vis- visibly from the sky. Yeah,
0: that's what so. I was thinking. So. so I could
1: see where you would think it's the moon, but if they're able to see us, wouldn't we be able to see them? In theory. And they have water and trees and all those things.
0: Yeah. But them's, them's Stein rules. So
1: Them's is Stein rules. <laughs> I never understand his rules.
0: No. I'm just along for the ride, honestly.
1: (laughs) Along for the read. So... Aw, cute, right? That was very cute. Oh, thanks. (laughs) I have moments. So he passed the test, and he can go to Earth. And I just like how they are, you know, talking about Earth creatures like, well, they're so unpredictable and so impulsive, and (laughs) it's a dangerous place. We had to know you could be able to handle it. Meanwhile, on theirs... You know, they've got were meerkats <laughs> ready to eat them Yeah. in the wild.
0: Yeah, allegedly.
1: Allegedly. <laughs> they seem to know about them.
0: Maybe they're all he
1: said Well, he said that at the beginning, though, because they were all talking about it. Oh, I wonder if these are those were creatures or mm. whatever. So it was a known thing.
0: That is true. Yeah.
1: It just apparently is the first time they'd seen so many of them
0: <laughs> a whole slew. A swarm of, uh uh trying to think of a w word
1: it was like a mosh mosh pit of where <laughs> cats i don't
0: know <laughs> a mosh of meerkats that sounds very cute
1: no meerkat mosh cute
0: a world of wear cats <laughs>
1: World word. that could be a goosebumps title. Yeah. So, in yeah. terms of books, yeah, like how did you feel about this one?
0: <clears throat> you know, I—I I thought it very strange for most of it, but once I got through it, I was like, oh, it's—it's it's not bad. I—I I, I don't think it's anywhere towards the top for me, but I—I I like it. <laughs> I enjoyed
1: you? reading it. Um, I. I actually felt his tension and his panic and his fear. The world that RL created in this moment was none of his doing. All of the other books we've read, pretty much they got themselves into it, right? And then they don't tell anybody about what's going on. And in this book, he didn't put himself in these positions. He was thrown into this terrifying world, he did try to contact his parents multiple times. He tried to contact the responsible adults and nobody was helping him. Mm-hmm. So what did he do? He tried to figure out how to resolve it. So yeah. in terms of the things we've kind of picked about, like, oh my gosh, these characters, he actually was a well-written character.
0: He was. Yeah. And
1: I- he was responsible and he was trying to be a problem solver. So
0: Hmm. Go Billy! Not so silly after all.
1: Really, Billy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he really was Billy.
1: He really was.
0: Yeah, I, I, f- I feel like um this is this is kind of a left field um book. I mean, it's more of a summer camp story than it is a horror story. Um, but or I guess it's more science fiction, right? Like it's science fiction summer camp. Which is what it should have been called. But no.
1: <laughs> I would say this is sci fi horror. Yeah. But it is an umbrella within the horror genre, kind of like Aliens or Predator or. True. The thing, like, are they sci fi? Sure. But there is an element of horror within them that put them under the horror umbrella versus like a straightforward sci fi
0: mm-hmm. um, umbrella. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like I wouldn't be like, well, this fits in the category of Star Wars. I would say that this fits under the category of like aliens yeah. or predator. It, it definitely watered down for the palate of kids, mm-hmm. but still pretty terrifying.
0: Right. Yeah. It was cool. Um I, what about the TV episode? <laughs> <laughs>
1: The actor that played Billy, I think, did a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. But I think the way that they portrayed Larry was so over the top obnoxious that I could not palate that character. That's, yes, Larry had to be cold and standoffish because that was the purpose of all of them to an extent. They were playing the role they were given by the science facility. But like he wasn't that much of an asshole. Right. And he was so obnoxious in the TV episode that I'm like, I can't even watch this. I just want to punch this guy square in the nose. (laughs) Every time he comes onto camera, I'm just like, punch him. Somebody, please break his nose.
0: Right. Yeah. (laughs) No, I I find that pretty relatable. This is so I watched this episode. And as I'm sitting here trying to talk to you about it, I remember nothing. Um, (laughs) It's. (laughs) Like all the other ones I can remember and with pretty good detail, but this one just. Not so much.
1: Um, in terms of what they chose to show, I think they actually did a pretty decent job of not cutting out too many important scenes. I think they chose decent ones to keep in and keep the story flowing. So I feel out of all the TV episodes, this one probably sits closer to the book than mm-hmm. any of the other ones. Um, I think they they were able to give it more. And I think it's because it was a two-parter, right? Correct. So they had more time. Right. So that one, I I will say that like in terms of TV to book, this one was probably the truest. In terms of level of overacting and obnoxiousness, if that's a word, uh, it was too much. It was too much for me. I wish they would have shown the wear mirror cats because we, we just heard the noise, but then you know they skipped to Uncle Al. And I think he didn't have a shotgun because they couldn't show the firearms. I right. forget what he had. I think
0: – I don't remember. It was like a crossbow or was Some that what kind of he bow. handed out at the end? Yeah,
1: He had something, but he <clears> didn't – it was like it was so quick. I'm like, oh, okay. They couldn't show too much of that. It was right. – I get the animals part because probably production value that'd be too expensive to try and recreate that entire scene of the meerkats or whatever they are surrounding them on the blacktop. Mm -hmm. But like, it definitely like they could have given us a little more.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. What did you think of how Saber actually looked?
1: (laughs) It was so ridiculous. (laughs) I would like to say one thing, though, that I wish they hadn't done the whole reason they said he passed was because he refused to go to the forbidden bunk in the book. And in the TV episode, he actually went with Dawn to the forbidden bunk. Right. And I was like, dude, that's a big story element. Why would that be the thing you f- screw up on?
0: <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. I, I, I really don't have much to add because I, I don't remember. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> there's no rapids in this, right? It's a canoe instead.
1: Oh, yeah, that's that's the other thing, because does, he doesn't even save Larry in this one, does he?
0: No, I think he just lets him die.
1: <laughs> what? No, no Larry no. the counselor, because oh, Larry yeah. just runs off. He's like, I was never here. It uh, <laughs> runs off. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that again, there goes a, a super element, because, okay, in the book, he did three things. He wrote his parents every day. Mm-hmm. He saved Larry, which was bravery. He refused to, or courage, or whatever. Mm-hmm. He refused to stand uh, to hunt Dawn, and he didn't go to the forbidden bunk. Those were the reasons he passed. Yeah. So two of those were completely taken out mm-hmm. with the TV episode because he did go to the forbidden bunk, and he never saved Larry because it was the canoe. He tried to save the guys when it flipped. Yes, and he couldn't find them. So then he went to go get help. So they use that. Well, you tried to save them. And it's like, no, in the book, you actually saved Larry.
0: Yeah. yeah. You
1: risked your life to save him. So I, I didn't like that they made those two changes. I was not a fan of that. And that was like a really drawn out scene.
0: It was. It really was. Um, could have used some rapids. Just <laughs> just intercutting.
1: Rapidly done uh, the scene. Uh,
0: yes. Um, yeah. and And I love how the one kid like. You're alive. He's like, yeah, we were just under the canoe. It's like
1: Oh, we had air bubble things. I'm like, (laughs) the hell? Do you think that would be the place you also check? We were just under the canoe.
0: Right? Right. (laughs)
1: Like, oh, okay. And it's just funny that they flip and all of a sudden they're drowning. Like, what? (laughs) Right. (laughs) They can't swim.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So. Um, I, I guess that's the episode. <laughs>
1: I liked the book. Yeah. For me, I felt like there was enough tension and enough elevated horror, if that's what you want to call um, that, that it worked. Mm-hmm. So them being chased by the saber or whatever, and he's trying to get Colin, who's got a concussion, into the cabin and Jay's running with him like that's those are Solid, scary things. Yeah. Kids disappearing at camp and the staff acting like they never existed. That's scary shit. Yeah. So it's like, okay, RL, I see you. I see you having some fun with Nightmare on this one. And hunting (laughs) the girls. Like, we're going to hunt them. Mm -hmm. Those are things that I think, all right, that's decent. And so I I liked the book. I did. I will say, would that be something I default read all the time? No. But in the book, reading it in that moment, absolutely entertaining. And I would say, if you're reading the Goosebumps series, don't sleep on that one. Read that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I can agree with that. I mean, it's, it's in, uh, enthralling and, um, I, Honestly, I I said it last episode, but uh, even though I did not enjoy summer camp, I love things Mm -hmm. set around summer camp. So if there's a YA novel around summer camp, I'm probably going to read it. If you're
1: adorable, stop. you're like, I love YA
0: (laughs) only with summer camp. Um, I I mean, if Ernest goes to camp, I'm going to watch it. If it's, I thought he did. He did.
1: (laughs) Okay. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure he did.
0: Yeah. If it's heavyweights, I'm going to watch it. If it's Camp Nowhere, I'm going to watch it. Like it's just a I thing. I loved
1: for me. Camp Nowhere. Oh my <laughs> gosh! I, if I was ever going to go to summer camp, I'd want to go to Camp Nowhere. Yeah, nowhere. Blah, 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 blah. I have words.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's actually a uh, a convention um, at the camp where Ernest goes to camp took placed, place place uh, every year, and I really want to go, but. I don't.
1: No, but I don't. There is an adult camp, and I forget where it is, but it's based on Friday the 13th. So it's a Camp Crystal Lake camp for adults, and it's horror-themed. And so you're literally being stalked by Jason while you're there.
0: So want to go? So we're going.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I want to do it. Um, it's, it's again, it's an adult camp, and they have like scavenger hunts and all sorts of activities that you can do, and some may include alcohol and <laughs> and, and and Jason. So right. I uh, I want to go do that one.
0: <laughs> I'm with you. You you tell me I'm when and where, and I'll. I'm okay.
1: gonna fight it. We're gonna do it.
0: Okay, I'm down. Yay.
1: <laughs> um. So yeah, when it comes to this one, I'd recommend the book. Skip the TV episode. Uh, sorry, film crew that created that and everyone that took part in that. I'm sure you did your best, but it just doesn't land for me. And I think it's it's really a bit obnoxious and doesn't do the book justice. So does is which is ironic considering how close to the book it stayed. Right. But it also deviated from the book in really important ways that I would say, eh.
0: Yeah, it's so funny because normally we're complaining that it's not close enough to the book, and now it's like (laughs) they finally do, and it's like, oh, this isn't good either.
1: (laughs) Well, they chose so many scenes that were close to the book, but the scenes that they chose to break and the (laughs) storyline elements they chose to break are pretty damn important, so.
0: Yeah, for sure. I will agree with that. Do better, Jeffrey Cohen.
1: Yeah, deep, what?
0: <laughs> that's the writer. I just I was just reading his name. Um, Do you
1: better, Jeffrey. And this <laughs> one was released in July of 1993 for the book, My Birthday Month. So hey. maybe that's why I like it. There you Yay. go. <laughs> it was actually released during summer. How fun.
0: That's cool. I, I wish I had have worked out where we read this one in summer, but tis what it is. A little summer break for your winter. <laughs>
1: No, it's all right. I like it. Keeps things a little warm.
0: That's right. During
1: a chilly, chilly time.
0: (laughs) During times
1: that give you goosebumps. Oh, hey. (laughs) All right. So what's our next book, Gary?
0: Our next book is We're Turning 10. Uh, Book number 10. It's The Ghost Next Door.
1: Woo. Okay. So this book, without giving any spoilers, I do remember this book. And- I will say when I read this book, maybe I watched too much horror and read too many books, but when I read this book, I actually called it right at the beginning. Oh, really? Yep.
0: Wow. All right. So I don't rem- But I'm not
1: going to give anything else away.
0: <laughs> I've read this, but I don't remember it. So we'll see if I can, how quickly I can figure it out.
1: I started reading it and I was just like, I remember this one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Is it another twisty kind of ending? A little bit. Uh, he's getting into that now that he's he doing likes one a twists. month. the twists. Yep.
1: Right. <laughs> he's, he's getting the twists, which are fun. I yep. think as kids, we enjoy twists because if it becomes too predictable, we get bored with it. Right. So he wants to make sure we're not getting bored with his books. Mm-mm. He needs our money.
0: He does. Our parents' money. Our $5.
1: <laughs> Heck yeah. That's <laughs> a lot for a kid.
0: $5 a month. That adds up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it sure does. I'd rather buy Slurpees with that, but I've i been just Slurpees a lot. I apparently love Slurpees.
0: I'm I'm getting that vibe. Uh,
1: You're going to buy me a Slurpee? I'll buy you a Slurpee. Ah, oh, yeah. There's
0: 7-Elevens. That. Yeah.
1: There's 7-Elevens? I love that there's 7-Elevens.
0: I had an end to that statement, but then I just stopped. Why? Uh, because it was better this way.
1: <laughs> because it was better this way. <laughs> You're a goof. There are 7-Elevens. <laughs> so book number 10 is titled
0: The Ghost Next Door.
1: The Ghost Next Door. And is there a corresponding TV episode? <laughs> He's asking the Google.
0: I am. Hey, Google.
1: Dippy, dippy, dappy, 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 dippy dappy. dappy.
0: There uh, is. There is? Okay.
1: Yes. Released in September twenty-eighth of nineteen ninety-eight. Ooh. So there is a part one, so I'm assuming there will be a part there is a part two. I just pulled up part one, but
0: Yes. Uh it is uh season four, episode three and four. So watch along and join us.
1: Yeah. Watch, join, read all the things.
0: Laugh along.
1: I'm a jumble in my words, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody thank you for listening to listeners beware a podcast about all things goosebumps are you looking for more spooky podcast content check out three haunted podcasts where ashley and friends talk about all the things that give you goosebumps
0: and what just happened this week ashley
1: oh my gosh we had our 100th episode we officially aired our 100th episode for three haunted podcasts in which goosebumps gary here also joined us in an episode that is not family friendly but a really great time so if you're looking for something fun to listen to we talked about paranormal games that people play and you can find three haunted podcasts on all networks that stream
0: podcast content I love it. And uh, I can be found at the Wax Nostalgic Network, uh, WaxNostalgicNetwork.com, and wherever podcasts are available. Thank you for going to summer camp with me. That was fun.
1: Oh, I'll go to summer camp with you anytime. Until next time. Would you like to give us the book synopsis, Gary? Because you do it so well.
0: I would love to. Let me prepare.
1: Uh, (laughs) Because people like hearing that. Yeah,
0: right. People just love it when you clear your throat into the microphone. Obviously. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I mean, for their setup and. <clears throat> Sorry. <That's> okay. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> I was hoping. <laughs> no, it worked. Um, See? <laughs>
1: World War—that could be a goosebumps title, yeah. or, or animorphs.
0: Ooh, yeah,
1: <laughs> I remember the animorphs.
0: What would you turn into?
1: Good question. Even though I'm allergic to them, I feel like I would identify most with some kind of cat, mm. like a jaguar. I turn into a jaguar. Yeah, right. Or like a panther. Yeah. <gasps> Pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Something majestic and sleek and feline.
0: Oh, yeah. Well
1: What about you? What hmm. would you be? Giraffe. <laughs> Another that, gentle giant?
0: Yeah. You know. <laughs> I think of sexy animals and I'm like, giraffe. Uh,
1: <laughs> they do have long legs. It's Look at true. those games.
0: That's true. <laughs> I don't
1: know. <laughs> I don't know giraffe. why I
0: said giraffe, but maybe. I can see it, though. Yeah, right?
1: Yeah, I really be... could. I could see you be a giraffe.
0: Then we might be natural enemies, though.
1: I don't know. Are we already? <gasps> Are we? No. <laughs> we'd be those weird creatures that they TikTok and Instagram about, that you know, unlikely friendships or whatever. <laughs> like, that giraffe is hanging out with that panther. I don't get it, but all right.
0: It's just a video of a panther riding on the back of a giraffe.
1: <laughs> that would be hilarious. Like <laughs> Clearly, the Panther could go fast, but the <laughs> Panther's like, "Give me a ride."
0: <laughs> I can show you the world. Yeah, cats
1: are lazy, so it's true. <laughs> Shining, shimmering, splendid.
0: <laughs> Tell me, Tell Panther, me
1: Panther. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh.